Hello. Welcome to another edition of Forward Maryland. Today is Thursday, July 18th, 2019. My name is Bill Woodcock and this is what's going on. I am coming to you live from beautiful London, England on the first day of my vacation. Therefore, this 37th episode of Forward Maryland becomes also episode one of Bill Woodcock, Far From Home. It's been quite a trip. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I did not enjoy the thunderstorms last night that ripped through BWI Airport as we were heading to the terminal um, to drop me off. And um, I was a little bit concerned that the weather that the weather was going to make the light uh, the flight be late, or maybe even cancel the flight. Uh, instead, uh, the weather all up and down the East Coast uh, made the plane delayed. So it did touch down about 20 minutes late, uh, around uh, almost 10 o'clock this morning, in um, in Heathrow Airport. So. Uh, otherwise, I mean, it was a it was a pretty normal flight, other than that little bit of extra turbulence. So, what did your local hero do today? Uh, well, first off, uh, I have to report a constant sense of grogginess all day, which is to be expected. I mean, I did sleep a few hours uh, on the flight, but I haven't slept at all today. And as I'm recording this now, it is nearly eight o'clock p.m. I think it's only. Uh, about 3 o'clock p.m. In, uh, in the eastern time zone of the U.S. So, um, you know, that that's pretty normal, I think, par for the course. So, um, I did not let, however, um, being tired stop me. So, I got out and sent forth and did what I needed, what I wanted to get done for the day. So, uh, I first, I, uh, you know, first uh, order of business has to be food, and I went and got a very nice uh, Indian buffet lunch. Uh, it was quite, quite a decent, quite a pleasant meal. Uh, a little bit heavier on the spice than I've seen in Indian restaurants in, uh, in the Baltimore, Washington area. Uh, and I don't normally like lamb, and I was a little bit dismayed when my when one of the meat selections was a lamb curry. Um, but I have to admit, I had it, and it was pretty good. Uh, you know, so sorry, animal control, animal uh, animal cruelty people. I don't like lamb. I tried it. Um, you know, it was probably once in about two, three years I had it, and it was good. So. Uh, it will probably be two, three years before I have it again, uh, if ever. So there was that. So after my lunch, I just started to get a feel for the areas I like to do when I'm away. Uh, what's within a two or three square block radius. And uh, there was a lot. Um, there are McDonald's here, which is pretty cool. I need to stop in and check one out. Uh, I was I'm impressed at the number of squares and public parks uh, here in England, just or in, in uh, London, just you know one square block public parks that are accessible and they're little squares and they're places for people to go and sit and have a meal or have a conversation uh, and they're quite nice. 
I'm also impressed by the architecture here. Uh, when I was on my cab ride back, uh, there was another, from the airport to the hotel, there was another uh, couple uh, coming over, you know, coming to their airport that wound up sharing the ride with me and uh, wound up going over a couple of the bridges. So I've seen Big Ben, I've seen the Eye, I've seen uh, the Houses of Parliament. We'll be getting pictures of those up, uh, you know, over the next few days. Did not take, well, I took a couple pictures of Big Ben and the Houses of Parliament that came out bad because of a Bobby's butt uh, being in my face. But anyway, uh, it wound up being quite nice. So, um, you know, Pittsburgh, city of bridges. Uh, London's much more of a city of bridges. Uh, it's probably... Uh, the quintessential city of bridges. So sorry, New York. I think you've been deposed. Uh, but uh, more of that to come on uh, probably on Sunday. So uh, getting back to what I did today after I reconnoitered the perimeter uh, as uh, any good soldier should do, I went to the British Museum of to the British Museum. Uh, for the afternoon and uh, had a wonderful time there. Um, the, the collection there and I understand that the collection is in part built upon you know years of British colonialism and expansionism. Um, you know it was the thing that European powers did during that time uh, during a certain period. It's a thing that America has done uh, I'm not sure that there is a developed nation which has not exploited the art of its conquered foes uh, for its own material purposes. Uh, that includes Russia, uh, the only other, you know, it includes the Ottoman Empire from back in that day, and it likely includes China, although if it there's an exception to that rule. Uh, I guess one may say that China would be it, although I'm thinking Mongolia and some of the uh, and, and the Nepalese um, people uh, who are who happen to be located in China, not Nepal. So uh, you know there is that, but what an outstanding number of terrific artifacts in that museum, uh, a uh, Easter Island statue, which I never ever thought I would see one, uh, the Rosetta Stone, which was amazing, um, you know, uh, marble cuttings from the Parthenon, uh, it's just a amazing, outstanding museum, one of the finest museums in the world, and, uh, you know, if your social conscience allows you, I, I certainly... Uh, encourage you to go and, and come go to that museum. So I uh, came back and had dinner. Dinner consisted of water and a uh, piece of chocolate fudge cake because I'm on vacation and I can. Uh, I may go out later on and get something to snack on in the morning or may take advantage of the hotel's breakfast in the morning because I will be getting up and getting out to a uh, train station at 8.15 to head to Stonehenge. So I'll be doing that tomorrow, and that, that promises to be to be a blast. Um, you know, let's, you know, so that, that's the trip. That's 
Bill Woodcock, Far From Home, Episode 1. I know you're happy to hear about it. I know I'm happy to share it with you. So more to come on that tomorrow evening. Uh, On to the political world. Um, Have not really had the time yet to assess the current state of British politics. I, you know, in in, uh, eating and, uh, you know, refueling today, you know, I've been watching some British TV, and uh, they seem to be about as confused in 2019 as anybody else has been about where exactly is the world going and what exactly are we doing, uh, not just as a nation, but as a society, as a world. Uh, in fact, one commercial I saw called 2019 the year of confusion and, you know, mentioned, you know, well, by illusion, people like Trump, uh, the Brexit vote, which seems to be on again, off again, and then, uh, you know, the, the, as they put it in the commercial, the vote to confirm that a vote happened. Uh, so, so there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of dissatisfaction uh, with the way things are, and I think according to that, a, a lot of powerlessness that uh, people have. And, you know, this gets back to my subject matter from yesterday with President Trump and what he said and did, um, you know, about the four uh, Democratic congresswomen. And, you know, new to that is what happened at the rally in North Carolina last night, where in talking about Representative Ilhan Omar, uh, people were at the rally were chanting, send her back, send her back, send her back. Congresswoman Omar, you may remember, is a Somali-American refugee who is now a citizen and, of course, was elected to serve in the Congress. If there's ever an American success story, it is Ilhan Omar. Um, You know, I understand that a lot of Democrats don't like what she says. That's a separate matter, but I think everybody will will, will will defend her right to say it, say every last syllable. Uh, except Trump and his peeps, and so they did what they did last night, and then I just became aware of the fact that uh, Trump has since denounced those words as, you know, well, denounced is probably too strong a statement, and he said, you know, uh, that chant went too far. You know, the chant was about the person and whatever. Uh, Okay, like, you know, lock her up was not personal, and you know, many other things that he says and does and calls people and blah, blah, blah. So there's that. Uh, locally, um, you know, what's going on is I unfortunately missed the Taw's Cram Feast uh, yesterday down in Crisfield. Um, but I, I understand that uh, some of the big news going on is some of the very, very, very early jockeying for governor in 2022. Uh, Barry Glassman, the Harford County Executive and Republican, uh, came out with a uh, with signs that say Barry Glassman for Maryland. Um, that race is very much expected to be joined on the Republican side by Lieutenant Governor Boyd Rutherford and by uh, Secretary of Commerce Kelly Schultz, who was also Secretary of the Department of uh, Labor Licensing and Regulation under Governor Hogan. So, um, you know, three pretty influential, well-heeled, powerful people in Maryland Republican politics. We'll see where this goes. Uh, 
Uh, the Democratic side is, I think, still a little bit more undefined. Um, you know, the only person who I've heard who has any sort of an interest right now is State Comptroller Peter Francho, and uh, I have not heard anything about anyone else. So uh, if there is anybody else out there as a Democrat thinking of running at this early date, please let me know, because I'm sure that by this time next year, when it's uh, Democratic convention time, uh, there will be several candidates, uh, either with their toes in the water or out and out running. Uh, the other thing that happened this week, earlier this week, in fact, was Governor Hogan complained about President Trump and his comments and, you know, said that those were racist comments, but, you know, he did not believe that it was necessarily racist behavior. He does not, did not necessarily say if he thought Trump was a racist. So it was more of this mealy-mouthed, uh, mamby-pamby Republican reaction towards Trump that, oh, we're so aghast at him, we can't believe he says, says and does these things. What an awful, awful person. And then they just keep validating him. They just keep supporting whatever he does. So, I mean, I can't. on one hand, I can't blame Larry Hogan for deciding not to run for president. It's an incredible labor, and, uh, you know, when he would catch the president's gaze, I don't think it would be very kind to Larry Hogan. Uh, however, on the other side, you have to wonder if there's not somebody with more credibility, and this is so no, certainly no insult to former Massachusetts Governor Bill Weld, but you have to wonder if there's not somebody with more of a chance to win, with a more articulated platform, uh, you know, somebody who could say, yeah, you know, we want less government, and, you know, maybe even it's okay to balloon the deficit, but uh, can we please get it without all this racism and sexism and craziness and, and nonsense? Uh, it's a wonder why that doesn't happen, but it hasn't happened. And I know that if it was happening on the Democratic side, uh, you know, my Republican friends would be going nuts about, you know, what's wrong with your party, why don't you people have any discipline, this, that, and the other. So I, I just find that all completely du duplicitous and phony. So um, that's what's going on there with... Um, our beloved president and how I see it. Uh, I did watch the BBC News tonight and um, affairs in the United States got so precious little coverage compared to Brexit stuff, compared to the uh, World Netball Championship semifinals. I'm not even sure what netball is. It looks interesting. It's kind of like basketball, but there's no dribbling. And I think that the floor is bigger. Um, but uh, I need to go look up this netball because if it's a thing, how come it's not a thing? I mean, meaning, how come it's not a thing in the U.S.? How come I've never heard of this? Um, anyway, so I'm going to go do that. And I am going to wish you, again, a very happy Thursday. My name is Bill Woodcock. You have been listening to Forward Maryland. And I will chat with you again tomorrow night through use of this very little, very powerful portable recorder from London, England. Thanks a lot, everybody. Thanks for listening. Take care. Have a great night. <laughs>